You're listening to the UAMS AgeWise podcast, the show that brings you beneficial information about healthy aging, caregiving, and so much more. Every episode, we share the latest information about geriatric topics and have some fun along the way. Before we get started, we want to make sure that everyone understands this is an educational and conversational event. We are not giving medical advice. Welcome to the UAMS AgeWise podcast. This is a continuation of our last episode with Danette Shearer, who's telling us all about the four M's. So we've talked about what matters, medication, and mobility. What's the other important M? Next, in the four M's framework, we'll discuss mentation. More specifically, the health of your mind. Age-friendly healthcare systems serve to prevent, identify, and treat and manage dementia, delirium, and depression. Early detection, again, is the key to effective treatment for these issues. And the very first thing that I would like to say and to point out is that depression and cognitive changes like dementia are nothing to be ashamed of. There are good effective treatments available for depression as well as dementia, and there's other types of help if you need it. So what's the difference between dementia, delirium, and depression? Sure. Dementia is a chronic and persistent disorder that causes mental processing changes in the brain due to disease or injury to the brain itself. Dementia is a general term for loss of memory, loss of language, uh, problem solving, skills decline, and other thinking abilities that are severe enough to interfere with your daily life. There are over 100 types of dementia, but Alzheimer's is the most frequently diagnosed. Currently, there are 60 million people living with Alzheimer's dementia, and I'd like to reinforce again that dementia is a disease process of the brain. There's no reason to be ashamed or embarrassed. Early detection is the key for treating dementia. Delirium, on the other hand, is a disrupted state of the mind that may be caused by fever, intoxication, side effects of medications, and fluid and electrolyte imbalances of the body. These are usually characterized by restlessness, being incoherent of thought and speech. Um, They may also, patients who are experiencing delirium may also be very somnolent, somnolent and quite sleepy or lethargic. And the symptoms that patients project are usually dependent upon what's the physiologic cause of delirium. There are several key differences between delirium and dementia. For example, it can be days to weeks and it can last hours to weeks. Anyone experiencing delirium will usually be disoriented, sometimes agitated, and again, sometimes very lethargic. When you have a visit with your provider at the Thomas and Lyon Clinic, doing screenings for depression, dementia, and delirium are very common and necessary to promote your overall health and your ability to do what matters. Day it is, what time of the year, etc. Age-friendly healthcare systems also want to be sure that you're ha- if you're having any changes with how you're thinking about things or having depressive feelings, that we are able to identify and treat those symptoms if they're is a specific physical cause. Some older adults may experience confusion or appear to be depressed. These symptoms could be related to some of the medications you're on. Dementia and delirium are caused by something going on in the body. That's also thought to what could be behind someone having symptoms of depression. Again, 
none of these issues are anything to be ashamed of, and there is good treatment options available for you. And how is depression screened for at a doctor's visit? Sure. Uh, frequently, the signs of dementia in the early phases tend to go unnoticed. Uh, they are usually not reported until there is a significant change that is only noticed when the level of function uh, becomes impaired and warrants an increased need for assistance from individuals outside of the home. One of the tests that providers will use in the primary care setting to evaluate for depression is called the PHQ-2 and the PHQ-9. These, the PHQ-2 consists of two questions. For example, how many times in the last two weeks have you had little or no interest uh, in anything pleasurable, um, like playing with your dogs or doing your um, going to your favorite shows that you like to do? The other question is, how often are you feeling down, depressed, or hopeless? One of the signs of depression is little interest or pleasure in doing things. Older adults also stop playing with their dogs, they stop going to card games, and they stop doing what matters to them. The answer that you provide for those first two questions are scored, and if it's high, they'll move on to a nine-question test that uh, will ask you, how many times in the last um, two weeks have you had a poor appetite or overeaten? How frequently are you feeling tired? Do you have little energy, trouble falling asleep, or even sleeping too much? Older adults are at risk for suicide. And again, I just want to reinforce that you may be feeling very down, but there are effective treatments for depression. You do not have to be ashamed of having depression. There are several screening techniques that are used to test the cognitive uh, function in older adults' brains. This includes asking, where are you? What time of day is it? How is your attention span? Are you able to remember three words that I said to you at the beginning of the visit? Are there any specific screenings for delirium? There sure are. Again, let's remember that delirium is associated with an underlying physiologic cause. That means that it comes from some type of disruption in the body. The specific test that practitioners use uh, for screening for delirium is called the confusion assessment method. The screening provides healthcare staff and providers to quickly recognize delirium and accurately diagnose it, either in the clinic or the hospital setting. Early diagnosis leads to early treatment of the underlying cause of the delirium. Just remember when you're being uh, asked a lot of questions and they may seem silly or redundant to you, this is just a reminder that the provider is going through every step to make sure that you're well and identify if there are any problems so that they can be treated early and effectively. Well, thank you so much for all of that great information. And for those of you listening, thanks for joining us in this discussion about the four M's. See you next time. If this is your first time tuning in, be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all the educational episodes we have planned. You can find all of the information about this episode and our social media handles in the show notes. I'd also like to invite you to leave a review or drop us a comment telling us what you'd like to see in the future. At agec.uams.edu, you'll be able to find free resources and programs that we offer. See you next time.